At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Love at first sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the pedigree adoption drive and the pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Thursday's edition of Help, I Suck at Dating. We've got something new this week, something we're going to try, something that could really backfire in our faces and make us look like complete idiots. But let's be honest, that's basically everything we do here anyways. This week, instead of having um, us read the emails from our incredible listeners who are dealing with things in their dating life or just looking for some advice or whatever it might be, we are going to be fielding phone calls from listeners to help them navigate this crazy world that we call Earth in terms of dating. So we got one great caller about to call in. His name is Will. He is going to share his story with us. And um, I I don't know what's going to happen. I've never done this before. Mari, just so you're ready for this. We've never done this before. Um, it could backfire horribly in our faces. We have no idea. But the thing is, Let's we're going to figure out. it out together. Yeah. So I don't know if Will is uh, is here. I am here. Hello, yeah, Will, Will. Hello. How are you? Thank Hi. you so much for calling in. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So what's going on, Will? What's going on in your life right now? Uh, so I need some help. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I met this girl through a mutual friend, and we began talking. We hit things off instantly, and she asked if I would come out to visit her. And I ended up going, and the first night was awesome. The second night, uh, she asked me if I would sleep somewhere else because she had to get up for work in the morning. Um, like, thank God my friend lives in her hometown, so I crashed at his house. Uh, but now she's, like, barely talking to me but acting like nothing is wrong. I don't know. Like, I just don't know how to handle this. Um. Well, first of all, Will, I'm sorry. It sounds uh, well. I'll I'll let Jared and Mari handle it because I've got my thoughts and and, and opinions about this, but I'll, I'll hold in. Well, something's definitely up. I think it's odd that she had asked you to sleep somewhere else, and her excuse was that she had to get up for work in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this was on a weekday. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, what what 
was the communication that day while she was at work or whatever? I mean, you know, we were just kind of texting back and forth. Uh, you know, it was just like regular, like it wasn't like anything was wrong, but like, why did she ask me to sleep in a different space? Like, I don't know. I just felt like, do that you was snore? So I mean, the <laughs> only, <laughs> the only thing I can think of honestly, is that something that she didn't enjoy happened while you guys were sleeping. Maybe she sleeps hot and you made the bed hotter. Maybe there was some mm. snoring. Maybe there was some moving around, you know, and she just didn't want to make you feel bad about that potentially. Maybe. Yeah, I can't say that I don't do any of those things. So I <laughs> well, what is really what is your hygiene schedule like? Because I once dated a girl who would not let me sleep in bed unless I had showered that night. And as we mentioned in last episode, I'm not a night showerer, so I was often relegated to the couch. Did you shower the night that you guys spent the night together beforehand? I mean, no, I was just like, it was my first time at our house. And uh, I mean, I showered that day, but I didn't like take a <laughs> shower right before I went to sleep. Um, so this is the first time you're at, a, have you guys slept in the same bed together yet? Sorry, I've missed that part. No, we hadn't. So my, I, I think maybe she's just worried about the, the sex part of it. Maybe she was, maybe she wants to take it slow and didn't know how to approach the, like the conversation with you. And so instead of saying, hey, I want to take it slow, I'm not sure if we should be sleeping in the same bed yet, she was like, I'm just going to tell him to sleep someplace else. And uh, and then that's that. I think. No, wait, I because, think, wait, oh. you said that you had slept at her place the night before, right? Yeah. Okay, oh, okay. so they had already, yeah. Yeah, we did right, sleep together. Already- I think we're I think we're sugarcoating this a little too much for Will. Well, I hate to break it to you, man. She's just not that into you. Yeah, it sounds like not. she's trying to like get you out of the house. It's like, it's the classic like uh, it's not you, it's me. You know, go maybe I got I got busy work tomorrow. Um, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I just I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's, she's the one for you. I would yeah. agree that it's an excuse. I mean, she definitely there's something up, and she was just trying to word it differently or <clears> use something <throat> totally unrelated to get you to leave. I think figuring out what that reason is, is going to suck because everybody wants to know why, wants the closure. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely her way of uh, pushing you to the side a little bit. Yeah, yeah sounds like kinda it. I kind of had a feeling that. that Did you like this case. one though, Will? Was, do you think she could have been the one? I mean, you know, you never know, but like, yeah, we got along. She was cool. She's extremely pretty. Um, mm. You know, it's just, uh, uh, yeah. It is what it is, those, I guess. Those pretty ones will break your heart. But hey, well, we appreciate you calling in. Um, we're sorry that you had to deal with this. Um, I listen. And maybe at the end of the day, maybe it is something like maybe she did actually have to work. But I, I gotta say, it sounds like it's just uh, maybe it's just not in the cards for you too. But maybe yeah. Um, but before you guys break up, make sure you tell her to um, check out the podcast because it sounds like she might suck at dating a little bit. So <laughs> she definitely probably, will. Yeah. Gain some advice from listening to us two dumbasses. <laughs> um, well, thank you. Hey, well, thanks for calling in. Thanks for being our first guinea thanks, pig Will. on this uh, topic. Yeah, thank you. Amelia, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, we are doing great. Thank you so much for joining us. You're the second caller ever in the history of Help I Suck at Dating. Um, oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm how exciting. <laughs> Congratulations. We'll send you a silver medal here um, after the phone call. But tell us what's going on in your life over there. Oh, thanks. Thanks for um, meeting with me. I, yeah, I just, um, I listened to your last podcast and I thought you guys might be able to have some like advice. I just, um, 
I struggle with anxiety and depression and I just like wanted to see like how much I like, I just don't know if I'm putting too much on my boyfriend or not. And um, yeah, it's just like, how much is too much, you know, like I want him to be there for me, but at the same time, like I, I don't want to like overwhelm him and I've just hmm. been needing a lot of support lately. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to like bounce that idea off of you guys. No, that's interesting. Um, I, I want to hear what Mari has to say. I feel like she's got really good input on this. Yeah, I think it's finding that balance because you never want to, like you said, put too much weight on the other person. At the end of the day, it's a partnership and you should be able to balance things equally. But you also do want your partner to be someone that can listen to you and help you and uh, help be that person that you vent to and take your problems to. So I understand. But is there any indication that he has made that you feel that way, that you might be putting too much on him? I just feel like he gets overwhelmed a lot by my emotions and like, you know, it's just been such a hard time for everyone. And I feel like everyone else has sort of like gotten out of the like pandemic funk and I'm still struggling. And yeah, I just feel like, you know, it's, I want so badly to not overwhelm him, but I just don't know if, if I also like love him so much that I don't want to keep putting him in the position where it's like, I'm the person who needs more support, you know? Um, and I don't want him to like ultimately resent me for that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, well, first, I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. Secondly, I feel that, I mean, we always put a lot on our significant others. I think if we're kind of battling with our own anxiety and depression, you know, seeing professional help is a big, um, it's just a helpful tool that uh, I've gone through. Dean's gone through. Um, it's mm -hmm. tough, you know, putting yeah. a lot of your. Um, it's just relationships are tough. Obviously, <laughs> you you want to be loved and you you want your partner to be there every step of the way. But it's they're dealing with their own things, and you try to come put your one hundred percent into the relationship. But it's hard sometimes. I think. Um, relying on somebody else besides your boyfriend, especially if you want to go talk to someone would be beneficial. Mm. I, um, I, I mean, I go through the same thing, uh, depression, anxiety. It's kind of like a seasonal thing for me. There are certain, um, there are certain phases of the year that I consistently find myself lulling super hard in. And I, I don't like necessarily take it out on Kaylin in terms of like my anxiety or anything like that, but I definitely get more distant and more shut off. And Kaylin always does a really good job of rec recognizing that and uh, trying to lend uh, um, support if and when she can. And there, uh, vice versa, like sometimes Kaylin gets super anxious or gets down in the dumps about something, and um, it kind of takes a toll on me too. I wish I was as strong as she is. I'm not quite as capable as she is when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I think the biggest thing when it really comes to it is just communication, like. If I'm if if I'm feeling super depressed about something, like for instance, end of October is the uh, anniversary of my mom dying, and so I always get super super depressed. And uh, last year, Kaylin like kind of caught a wind of it, and like all she had to do was like ask me what was wrong. And eventually, when I told her what was wrong, then she like was like super present and was like, "Well, how can I help? Is there anything you need from me?" And it's stuff that no one's ever really asked me before. And I was like, "Well, I don't really know what you could do, but I appreciate you asking." And like. Maybe just like give me my space. And so I think like when it comes to it, maybe communicate to your boyfriend, like, hey, like I'm, I'm dealing with some anxiety, I'm dealing with some depression. Um, and then that way, like he can help how he thinks is best and, and, and how you think is best. And at least that way it provides some context for him too. Like if you're not acting like yourself, at least now he'll understand why you're being a little unlike yourself. And I think that's really important. Yeah. 
That's really good advice. I appreciate that. You know what, Amelia? Thank we appreciate you calling in. It takes a lot to <laughs> a lot of vulnerability to call in and, and tell us what's Absolutely. going on. So we appreciate you. Thanks, guys. I love your show. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, All right, you, you too. too. <laughs> Bye. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody, 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Jared, how do you how would you how would you say this is going on a scale of one to ten, callers versus emailers? I think it's a ten right now. I like this. <laughs> would, this is cool. I would say it's pretty good too. Um, we got a next uh, another caller. Her name is Emily. Joining us, Emily. How are you? Hi, I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Good, We're Emily. Great. You're the first person to uh, have not only <laughs> a phone video. call but a video. Video. I was going to oh. say the same thing. Here I am. <laughs> Here you are. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, what an Uh, honor to have you. What's going on in your life? Thanks. Thanks for having me. Okay, so I'm 27, and I've been dating my 28-year-old boyfriend for about two years. Okay. We're happy. I've never had any reason to doubt his feelings or anything. But a couple weeks ago, he went out with a group of friends to a bar, and I heard afterwards that he was flirting with this other girl at the bar. Oof. And I've never been jealous before, like if you talk to other girls, but it hit me differently, maybe because I wasn't there. And I like, I feel jealous. <laughs> and it might have been because I like also found out from like a mutual friend, right. like kind of like you should know this instead of just oh. him saying like, oh, I had fun. We met some people or whatever. Yeah. And so I guess I'm wondering if you guys have ever experienced this with your significant others and like how I should confront him about it. Like, I don't want to get the person who told me in trouble, but I feel really betrayed and, and I don't know if I'm making too much of it or... Well, was it, uh, did your friend say that it was crossing the line or was it just kind of innocent and just was like, oh, then, My friend, then like, it was over? She said it was enough, like she told me, which says something to me, you know, because I feel like if it had just been like a chit chat, she wouldn't have said anything. And she was kind of like he was flirting with her all night. Mm. So, oh. I mean, nothing happened, but like she wouldn't have told me if it wasn't. Kind significant mm. yeah mm. yeah that's mm. tough i feel like it kind of brings back to what we were talking about earlier mari with like the whole tristan and chloe thing a little a little bit at least yeah no absolutely you have some strong opinions about that too which i think is important yeah i mean i think first and foremost if you're feeling bothered and betrayed by it then you you should speak up because otherwise it's just gonna fester inside and that could grow into resentment and that could grow into a lack of trust down the line because what if he goes out another night and that's in the back of your mind, you know, and you don't want to let that affect you that way. So I think you should bring it up and say, Hey, um, I know you had a great time the other night. I, something was brought to my attention. I just wanted to ask you what's up about it and then let him either reassure you or own up to it, tell you what happened um, and then have a conversation from there. Well, Mari, I got to ask you because when you go to a bar with Kenny, I can imagine a lot of girls try to pull Kenny away and like talk to him. Right. (laughs) So how do you deal with it? Yeah, so women haven't tried to pull him away necessarily, but there have definitely been like the, oh my gosh, you're Kenny, you're so hot, let's take a picture. Mm-hmm. Not Mari, just Kenny, like things like oh, that. No. And that bothers me. <laughs> As it well should, um, f- those people. Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah, no. No, well, the other, uh, like a week ago, we were at one of the boy band shows and um, we were hanging out by the stage and we were facing different directions. Like I was kind of talking to some other girl and he was talking to somebody. And someone comes up 
And she's like, oh my God, Kenny, you're so freaking hot. Like me and my friends wanted to come tell you hi and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, hi, this is Mari. And I turned around and I was like, hi, I'm his fiance. <laughs> um, so, you know, you've got to let them know. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't- These trifling ass bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so I, in this situation, I- okay, let me put myself in those shoes. If I had heard Kenny was flirting with someone all night, like he's, he's not that kind of person. He's never like Mm. flirted with anybody like around me or in front of me. Um, so the fact that your partner's doing that when you're not there also adds a certain level to it, Mm. an extra added layer of betrayal almost. And I feel like, you know, like I said, you should definitely bring it up. I would, I would say, Hey, something's been bothering me and I just want to talk about it so that we can, you know, cover it or, you know, go over it and then not let it bother me anymore and uh, see what he has to say. I mean, the only thing I would suggest in that case is you've got to be prepared for what he says, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I think, uh, Emily, it's all about how you yeah. approach the situation. Anybody going through this, that you want to talk about something with your significant other, especially if you're feeling not betrayed, but just a little eh, on edge, just talk to them. But I, I feel like a big thing that you need to think about is how you approach the situation. Because if you go into it, saying, hey, I heard you were flirting with somebody else, then he's going to get defensive and you're going to get accusatory. I think just saying, listen, I trust you. I love you. But this is brought to my attention. It's been bothering me. I just want to get it off my chest so we can move past Mm -hmm. it. Is there anything I should know? Or, Emily, or what you could do if you want to take, if you want to take, um, not take those advices, go to the bar with him and then just do the opposite and flirt with all the guys there and then at the end of the night, when he voices his frustration with you, you could be like, yeah, you see, it sucks, doesn't it? And then you could rub it in his face. And maybe that would like put his foot in his mouth for him. Yeah, it totally sounds like a healthy alternative. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, one way to go about it. I don't think I would suggest that way, to be honest. <laughs> but hey, it could be the right way. Who knows, really? It could hey, be the right different. way. Everyone's different, it, so. You know, it could it could really, really make him eat his words and make him really think about what he's been doing. Okay, I'll be honest. I wouldn't suggest doing that, obviously. <laughs> but um, it, it's got to be tough. Like, if, if I went to the bar and I saw Kaylin flirting with some guys, which uh, she would never in a million years do uh, because she's an incredible woman and faithful and all that kind of stuff, um, I would definitely, like, be punched in the gut a little bit. I don't know how I would retaliate, so to speak. But I definitely think Mario is right. I think having a conversation about it is the first step. Um, and, and hopefully you find a solution later on after that. Right. And I think another important aspect is to him, maybe having a conversation with another woman is not a big deal. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Everyone has their boundaries. Everyone has what they think is crossing the line versus not. So to him, it might not have even been something in his mind. So if it is something for you, bring it up and let him know. And that way, if he didn't think it was a big deal, now he knows that it bothers you. Very good point. Thank you. That's really helpful. Emily, thank you so much for being our first ever video caller on the Help I Suck at Dating. What an honor. We're going to send you a gold medal. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Take care. Wow. The first ever caller segment on Help I Suck at Dating. Well, I got to say, when, when we first launched this podcast, um, I would, I would tweet out and I would have like people call in live. And it was a big, big mess. We did it for like two weeks. And it was always like people calling in and being like, oh my gosh, am I really on the air right now? And like, that's all they would do for the entire like five or 10 minute phone call. So we're, it's good to see that we were reviving the live caller segment because that was probably better than emails, I would say. Jared, would you agree? It brings a really cool perspective to have them actually yeah. here and talking back and forth. Yeah. 
I it's think cool it's also the back and forth, which is nice because when you email in, there's only a certain amount of information we're getting where if mm-hmm. the person's here with us, we can get more information out of them, add more context to, st- to the story mm-hmm. and give them the worst possible advice we can give. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we do it with dignity and we do it like we do it on Help I Suck a Dating. Yeah, you know? we do it with the best intentions, obviously. Come on now. <laughs> um, is that going to do it for this entire little uh pseudo episode of Help I Suck at Dating. That is. So thank you so much once again, Mari, for joining us. You are the best. Please come back oh, anytime. Tell Kenny we say hello. Best of luck with wedding planning. Do you have a date? Thank you. We don't have a date yet. We are looking at October next year. Ooh, so October 2023. So you guys got plenty yep. of time. A fall wedding. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so that's nice. Fast. Fall's my favorite season. As far as um, VIP engaged couples go, that's a pretty quick timeline. I, I, I respect that. Yeah, I mean, I think for us, honestly, like I would go to the courthouse tomorrow, like, and, yeah. you know, then just have a big party later on. Um, but, you know, I think for us, there's no reason to to wait necessarily. We were waiting to find out what happened with the pageant. And now that that's over, mm-hmm. we can, you know, get on with it. <laughs> Very cool. Well, um, maybe we can live stream it on Help I Suck at Dating. Not that Ooh, it's funny, fine, right? <laughs> it's so funny. What is it? Mike, I got a question for you before we leave yeah. uh, part ways with you. What is it like when someone comes to you and says, hey, would you like to guest co-host Help I Suck at Dating with Dean and Jerry? What is the first thing that goes through your mind? Because obviously you don't suck at dating. And you're like, well, why the heck would I be a guest co-host on this podcast when I'm getting married to the love of my life next year? Well, you know what? That was like the first thing in my mind. I was like, why me? Do I suck at dating? Like, do they know my history? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, we're all all happy. We're all in relationships, so it's all good. You know, but we've all been in that dating seen in the past that we've all got experience to draw from yeah that's true my theory is that we all suck at dating just uh no matter if you're (laughs) married single in a relationship out of a relationship we all suck at dating there's all things that we can get better at in the dating world i agree which is why everybody listening now should definitely tune in next week uh we're gonna have more callers more guests it's gonna be a lot of fun and hopefully we all just suck a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep, you know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.